0: It's a mess in this attic, not going on but there ain't no need to panic Come on up and join, we're getting wild, getting manic Spitting truth for all you fanatics uh, Every week I got something new to say Ain't no filter to shit coming straight from the brain It's coming straight from the brain Yeah, it's coming straight, coming straight from the brain
1: What's up everybody? Today is Friday, December 10th, 2021 This is a Talk in the Attic, which means I'm your host Kirk Ross we have a very busy day today. We're hitting the road to go see a concert in Detroit, so I'm not going to keep you long. Today's short installment, though, is all about my mother, who is celebrating her 66th birthday today. Some people don't want their age getting out there. My mom doesn't care. She was cool at 20. She was cool at 40, and she sure as hell cool at 66. Happy birthday, Mom. We love you. So let's talk a little bit about my mom, Diane Ross. Now, that's Diane, not Diana. Much to the chagrin of many a telemarketer over the years. Uh, Sorry, ma'am. My mom is actually Diane Ross, not Diana Ross. And while I'm not exactly trying to speak on behalf of Motown's greatest diva, I can say with certainty that she's probably not interested in a free landscaping consultation either. Bye. When I was born back in 1984, I was my mother's third and final child. I'm what you might call a surprise. Some would prefer the term accident, but not my mom. Surprise! I'm here, mama, and I'm your biggest baby yet. Spread them. My siblings are quite a bit older than me, six and eight years, respectfully, which afforded my mom and I a great deal of one-on-one time, especially in my early years. We used to watch I Love Lucy when my brother and sister were at school. Our snack of choice during I Love Lucy, disgusting as it is, pickled bologna. Ugh. We used to sing Elton John and Carol King and James Taylor songs. I remember loving Roberta Flack's Killing Me Softly. We used to play a game in which we'd look around the room and describe how much we love each other. Things like, I love you more than all the little holes in the ceiling tiles, or, I love you more than all the stars in the world, mom. We talked, and we talked, and we talked some more. We were always talking. When it was time for me to become a full-time student, my mom jumped into a new career as a teacher's aide, specializing in one-on-one care of students with unique and special needs. Before long, her primary student was in my grade. And oftentimes in my class. In other words, we sat near each other in math and social studies and science. Remember Gary Johnson, Dr. J, the rock and roll detective with a huge heart and a gravelly voice for episode 52? Well, my mom happened to be with her pupil in the same class for music history as me. It was great. We learned about all the songs we used to sing together, together. And I was never embarrassed or mad that she was around school. We weren't exactly holding hands in the hallway, and sure, I might have avoided her at times during lunch, but it was always fun to share a smile when someone made a joke or to exchange glances when a teacher said something odd. It was a special thing. From first all the way up through eighth grade, we were almost always in the same school. High school changed that, but our relationship really didn't. My mom was ever-present in my life. She took care of all of our meals. She was a positive force amongst the parents of my teammates. She even spearheaded the organization and execution of an official baseball spring training trip. I'd never even heard of a high school baseball team traveling south for warm weather and intense 2 day practice sessions, but out of nowhere, she made it happen. And those trips were amazing. They were fun and positive and so memorable. After high school, I stayed close by in my choice of university, but... As so often happens, my mom and I grew apart. There was no event, there were no hard feelings, nothing like that. We just weren't living together anymore. And football and keg parties took precedent over hanging with my parents, to be honest. I'll never forget the first time my parents came to visit us at SVSU at our apartment. My mom was bewildered at the Jagermeister collection that adorned above our cabinet space in the kitchen. Come on. If you're a freshman in college, does it even count that you drank it if you didn't store the bottles afterwards? She looked up at the bottle and said, what is that? Molasses or something? Later on that night, she confided in me that she was concerned that we were probably partying too much. I bet you guys are throwing parties at least once a month out there, Kirky. Mom, you're wrong, I replied defiantly. And I wasn't lying. She was wrong because we were throwing way more than one party a month out there. (laughs) Sucker. The next couple chapters all blend together, right? Work became my focus. I got married. Then I got divorced. Then I got married. Then I got divorced. In both of these relationships, when they ended, I felt too afraid to even bring this stuff up with my mom. I didn't want to look like a failure to her. I thought she'd be embarrassed or mad. Maybe that she wouldn't understand. My mom had been with my dad her entire adult life, so what could she possibly relate about relationship struggles, right? So I stopped texting and I stopped calling. I thought of her often, but I just really didn't know what to say. I was afraid. But in each case... But in both cases, but in both of these post-divorce cases, and basically in every other single example throughout my experience with my mom, when I finally opened up to her about whatever it was that had me down, she welcomed me with loving, supportive arms. She didn't judge me. She didn't make me feel like an asshole. She didn't exactly let everything slide either, but she made me feel like it was all okay. She made me feel loved. And why wouldn't she? This is a woman who has always been cool. She could ride a unicycle well into her 50s, probably still could today. She taught herself how to play the guitar after 60 years of wanting to but never really trying. She replaced Elton John as her favorite musician with Post Malone. Elton John to Post Malone, how's that for evolving? When I first learned that Posty had stolen her heart, I took some time and started listening to him too. And it didn't take me long to understand what she saw in him. I mean, I could even see the parallels between Posty and Elton John. It actually made sense. And then I came across Posty's song Feeling Whitney, a rare, folky song by him when he was just 17. As I sat at my keyboard learning the chord progression and the lyrics to that song, I began to cry. Like legitimate, full-blown tears streaming down my face, it was as if Posty's teenage angst-ridden lyrics were written about me. And the hero in the song was my mom. As odd and perhaps concerning an image as it is, that moment in time when I, a grown man, Sat bawling on a piano bench over thoughts of appreciation for my mom. It all came into focus for me. My mom came into focus for me. I'm so grateful for her as a mother. I'm so proud of her as a woman. I love her. And that's going to do it for today. Happy birthday, mom. I love you. Peace. Woo!
0: And I've been looking for someone to put up with my bullshit And I can't even leave my bedroom, so I keep on pouring And I ain't seen the light of day, well, that's not important It's been long and i was feeling with me me and my home is like you stand cars and thought i was winning you knew i was losing you told me to wake up oh my clock always on snooze and i'm done Find peace and knowing ain't always broken. But here's to hoping. Show no emotion against your calling. You just act as hard as you can. You don't need a friend. Boy, Boy you're, you're the man. man. Woo! Looking for someone that I can buy my drugs from it seems like every plug ran east to you top became more means Tro comes round feels like I have no one to depend on so but I had eighty beers on Tuesday night. I had nothing to do with it. I put on a little Dwight and sang a happy tune of little. Little Silver red stepped out the door, had an appearance and drank more. I'm peace and knowing Ain't always broken But here's to hoping Show no emotion Against your cold You just act as hard as you can You don't need a friend Boy, you're the man